Now, what would you say to a seven-year-old Sam Doolas? Sam Doola, I'd say, listen, honey, tell everyone you're gay. Tell your wife, tell your mum, tell your teacher, Mrs Doyle, I think her name was. Don't tell that guy down the street, though, because he's been looking at you funny. (laughs) And you don't want to encourage him. (laughs) Too late, I already told everybody. I was the same age as in Priyanka's picture. I told everyone I was gay and, well, things worked out much, much worse. (laughs) <laughs> the new bag of chips saying much worse um, now can you say that again a bag of brown by that point <laughs> can, can you say that again as if you're underwater <laughs> I'm getting more jab of the hut and as if you're on fire <laughs> and now as if you're constipated Ooh, I'm having a bag of brown <laughs> What a start to the show. I'm Ed Dyson, that's Sam Dowler, and welcome to United Queendom. Now, that's the closest I've got to a proper intro. Oh I never God. do a proper intro. It's because we're again in a proper studio today, so it's making us that professional, as you can tell. Um, but before we get to the app, I need to discuss some serious drama. Uh, Sam, I'm sure you're aware of this. So this week it's all been kicking off because Jeffrey Boyer Chapman has come off Twitter. JBC. JBC. Because people like you have driven him off. I can't even drive. <laughs> um, no, because, I mean, we're allowed to discuss him on a podcast. I haven't been yeah, tweeting him and atting him. Yeah. But people have been doing that, and now he's finally come off Twitter. He can't take it anymore. So let's discuss that for a second before we get into the episode. Do you, what do you make of all this? Well, I would have thought Jeffrey Boy Chapman could take it quite hard. <laughs> oh, you're so sensitive. You really... <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Apparently he was too sensitive. Round well, there. Um, so, so could I just say, I think, because, I mean, people, fans have been calling for this and the American show for years now. They wanted the American show to speak up about some of the hate that the queens get online and, like, make more of a clear statement saying, we do not accept this, we do not condone this. And the show's kind of never really taken the extra step towards doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, But Canada's Drag Race has done it. They've issued a statement encouraging the fans to be more kind and not to bully. I find it annoying that it's taken one of the judges to have this experience for the show to finally mm-hmm. get involved. I believe if any of the queens who were competing were having that kind of problem, which some of them have. We also had a thing this week where um, Ilona Verley, she revealed that she attempted suicide during the season because of the comments that she got. During the season? During the season airing, not like oh, on stage. Oh, oh. No. So she said that since she's been getting a lot of hateful comments as the show aired, and that, um, yeah, she at- attempted suicide and had to go to hospital as a result of that. And that is she- shocking. She shared that story kind of because this conversation has been ongoing and because of Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, it's becoming like quite a widespread conversation because mm. this is the first time one of the judges has kind of gotten so much negativity towards them that... I mean, I don't know. He hasn't really released a statement and like maybe some people do just take a break from social media. That makes sense. Maybe he's not devastated by it. He's just thinking, oh, this is getting annoying. I'm just going to take a few weeks off. That would be perfectly healthy. But people are assuming that it's bullying that's led to him doing this. Well, this is the thing. Have you um, have you personally ever... I mean, because we have a friend, a dear friend, who gets, you know, some shit on Twitter and you know when sometimes he courts it sometimes he doesn't and I often try to put myself in his shoes and think how I would be Donald Trump well (laughs) (laughs) DC we're here for you Republican Party 2020 (laughs) (laughs) Um, no so I think that I personally would find it difficult if I but you've got to know yourself. You've got to put your, if you're going to put yourself in a show like that, you've got to know yourself to begin with, right? Um, so if I'm going to go on a reality show and I'm going to be acting this way and that way, um, like, for example, when I did uh, Come Dine With Me, <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> the, might, re- the you, you might remember me from such things as Come Dine With Me. But the thing is, <laughs> I, I'd seen the show so many times and I thought I would take the piss out of myself because I know that I can be ridiculous, right? Thank and God, because I don't want to have to tell you. <laughs> and I think a lot of time today. I think, I think that if you go into something like that and you can't see that you are a bit ridiculous yourself, then 
you know, then people latch onto that and you start getting hate about it. And you're like, who do they think they are? Blah, 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 blah. And if you're like, <laughs> I told you I was a twat from the beginning, then it's yeah. fine. Do you know what I mean? You sort of own it. Whereas I think with Jeffrey Boyd Chapman, for example, um, you know, he was brought in, he was the fitty from before, and he's just like... Which he still is. Well, yeah, he still is, but he's doing all the... But, he, you know, obviously, loads of makeup, which is his prerogative, but also, like, he's like, oh, what about this and what about that? And, like, even even to, even in today's episode, he was... He's really like, we just want to... We're just looking forward to seeing what everyone's got in store for them. And it's like, it was almost <laughs> like... It almost, it was almost, like, insincere and a bit fake. Oh, that's and... a good idea, Sam. Let's criticise him even more. He's already been bullied <laughs> off Twitter, but he's still on no, Instagram, so no, should we no, just keep slagging him off? Yeah, but the thing is, I <clears throat> I agree with having making comments about somebody. Of course, that's fine. You know, you're on TV, you can be made fun of, or that sort yes. of thing. But I don't agree with, like, you should kill yourself, or any kind of nonsense like that. And I think that's so... that says more about the troll that says it than it does about the person who it's about. But it depends on your character and whether you are strong enough to know that that's bullshit or to believe it. Yeah, I agree. I, I feel mean, like that was a speech. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes I've given this advice to people I know who've, been, who've gone through this kind of thing about with trolling, and it's Ooh. just like you kind of have to realise that it's all nonsense, realise that it's mostly just stupid kids hiding behind blank accounts yeah. and not take it to heart. But at the same time, it's easier to say that when you're someone who hasn't... I mean, I had a little bit of trolling when I used to have my own column at the Daily Star sometimes. Usually it, was, it wasn't that personal. It was usually if you said anything mm. negative about, like, One Direction or... Oh, they'd come for you, JLS yeah. or, like, yeah, the, their fans would come after you. Mm. And sometimes they would get quite personal, but I always just found it more funny than anything. But obviously I haven't had it on a very mm. huge global scale which is what Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's going through but in a way you have to kind of that is part of showbiz and it, there is a, a positive that comes with the negative like he is very talked about like that is not yeah. without merit but, uh, but my problem with this is it's not like the audience for Candace Drag Race are mainly I would assume gay people women um, not a lot of you know straight guys etc 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 so um, You'd be if you're watching the days. show, you know that the idea of the show, the base of the show, is about inclusivity. So if you are, this, I mean, we can laugh about him and say whatever we want in our in the podcast, but you know, I, you know, I think he's been a good judge. I think he's been, you know, a bit rude. I, I, you know, and you know, and him being effeminate or not has nothing to do with me, and it's his own thing. And like, and that's that's by the by. But if you send hate when you're already supposed to, you know, you're already a minority that is dealing with hate yourself, then I think you're fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but I do think that people talk about this a lot. We're talking about it now. You can't stop people from doing that. That is a quite a pointless thing. So this whole thing that they're trying to do of stop sending hate, stop sending hate. It's like the people who are doing that don't care about that. It's not like they've never... It's kind of like telling people smoking's bad for you. It's like... Obviously, they know they're doing yeah. it anyway. Hashtag it be kind. It doesn't make a difference. What you can, the only thing you can control is how you let it impact you, and that is more is a more worthwhile um, way to to put your energies is to changing how much it affects you. Obviously, I can't. That would be patronising of me to say that to Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. But I would hope that he sees his role on the show as more of a, like he is an actor. Mm. He's playing the role of like harsh judge. And hopefully he doesn't take it too personally. And if he's back for season two, which I hope he is, obviously he'll take some of the feedback on board and maybe like do less of a RuPaul impression, which is obviously what a lot of people have been accusing him of. <laughs> and take my advice, which is to judge the show naked and then no one's listening to what he says anyway. <laughs> Am I right? The thing is, I think, I think he's done a good job. Like the show well, be... we're talking about him and that's what the show wants, and engagement. Show so we're engaged. Him. I just think that... You know, people should fucking mind their manners if they're going you know, to troll somebody off of a... It's like, it's like when I... <laughs> it's like You don't want when, polite trolling. Please kill yourself. Yeah, Thank but if you. I... Like, I remember when I was at school and we had a teacher and a maths teacher and we basically pissed about and abused him until I remember once he burst into tears and ran out of the class. And it was awful. Like, everyone was just fucking mortified. You know, we were just like, how are we... Is this who we are? Do you know what I mean? It was it was just awful. So it's just like, he was on the brink anyway. But it's like, with <laughs> Jeffrey Boyd Chapman, like, he knows what he's getting into. And he and I don't know whether... I think possibly 
the way he thought he was going to be perceived on the show isn't what isn't how he was perceived and that was more of a shock than anything else. Absolutely, but that's what every single queen who goes on the show has to deal with and we yeah. don't really give them any special treatment when they go on the show and if they complain about the edit or the villain edit, we go, oh no, you said what you said, don't be ridiculous, Like you have to deal with it, man up. So now it's a judge, suddenly I just don't think it's any different. I think if you're <clears throat> going on to any TV show, mm. you have to, there are a lot of benefits you can reap from it. I'm sure Jeffrey Boy Chapman's earning a lot of money, he's getting a lot of fame, a lot of perks and benefits mm. from his high profile showbiz job. One of the negatives is people feel they are entitled to slag you off online. Mm. And yes, obviously, when it gets to death threats and stuff, that's a whole nother ballgame. Yeah, death is not death threats, isn't it? I think death threats are just part of being a celebrity these days. If you're not getting a death threat, you're nobody. Basically, if anyone's listening, can please I, someone can send I have us a death one. threat, please? Can yeah. we have a death threat? Yeah, we feel very insecure about a lack of death threats. So. <laughs> I think he did have one once, just after the podcast launched. Someone said it was obscene. Somebody said, oh, right, okay. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> the podcast launch? Our book, or you mean the show's launch? Um, the podcast launch, yeah, a few weeks after. <laughs> I don't know if they were saying it about my self-promotion or the show itself, but I, I blocked them and have not heard from them since. Um, but let's get into this episode. What are your marks out of ten? Uh, six. I'm going to go for a seven, but I could definitely be persuaded to go to a six. And you always do. We usually come together by the end of the show. Luckily, you, you guys can't see me, that. Actually. It's quite messy. Um, but we'll see which way we go. We've got expensive equipment around us today, so let's try not come everywhere. Yeah, let's try and keep it clean. Um, <laughs> Lemon is gone at the head of the show. She's I, For me, she is missed this week. She's the first queen who's left this first season of Canada's Drag Race. Where I'm like, oh, actually, I wish she was still there. No, I don't agree. I thought it was her time. It was her time to go last week. I'm not saying it wasn't her time. Uh, I'm just saying she's missed as in a presence in the well, episode. Well, when they did the recap, actually, I watched it obviously twice. And when they did the recap with Lemon, Lemon's voice was on there. I thought, do you know what? I don't miss you. Well, you know what you should do? Tweet her some hate. That's what I would do. Because you need to get her off Twitter and get her off Instagram. Otherwise... You're a whore, Lemon. You're a dirty, bitter whore. And send. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Jimbo starts off the episode very confident that she's going to win the crown. She says it a few times in the episode, so usually that's a bit of a death knoll. Yes, and I've got a... Do you know what? I am sick to the eye teeth of Rita Berger in this episode. Oh, why? Smug? Oh, what? Smug? <laughs> Look at you go straight there. Smug isn't the word. But he's smug at so, so many times in different, in different areas. Like smug when he says uh, every flavor of smug, every every flavor of smug you can even bear. First of <laughs> all, he's like I expected to be here, um, you know, in the top in the top four. I expected this. First of all, that so, was quietly humble. No, I it wasn't. Not it, if you put it all. Listen, not when you put it all together. The second one was like, oh, my dad was my biggest fan. Never a problem for me. Oh. Smug face, smug face. Oh, I thought that was sweet. I've, I've had a lovely life, blah, blah, oh, blah. Also, now we're hating people if their dads didn't hate no, them. No, wait, I'm still going. As uh, the winter ball. Oh, I came first. <laughs> and now we are here on the winter ball. Well, facts are facts, America. That's a fun bit of trivia. She's been in one ball before. It happened to have the same theme well, when she, she won it. Well, she turned my stomach because um, <gasps> Bobo was... Bobo, in, that, in the untuck, Bobo was quite nice. And said, like, about... What did she, what did she say about... Um, about lip syncing or something, or like we. She said, "I've never lip synced," and Rita Bagger went, "You've also never won." Yeah, something like that, which was bitchy and unnecessary because she didn't. Oh, now we get to the root of it. Anyone who slags off Scarlet Bobo and you just can't handle it, and then you have to <laughs> give them the kind of bullying normally reserved for the JBC. I have to. I have to say, I so I watched it this morning in bed with um, David, and he Thank was God like, "You said David." It was the. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Bobo's out this week, Bobo's out this week. And as we watched the show, when we were led down the garden path. I mean, we'll get to that a bit later. I was just like, <laughs> oh, maybe you're yeah. right, maybe you're right. But, um, and we made a bet as well. I said it was Priyanka was going to go, he said Bobo. Obviously nobody won, but... What were the stakes? A blur yeah, job. Do you know, we forgot to do that? <laughs> a blur job. A blur job. <laughs> um, RuPaul does her snowball video. And then uh, Stacey McKenzie comes out looking sickening, yes. She I does thought. it beautiful. I thought that colour really suited her. Her hair was amazing. Mm. And she her makes... hair looked like a weapon. If she if you whip that back and forth, she'd have your fucking eyes out. Oh, she should. That's how they should eliminate them on Canada's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> Off you Come go. here for the whipping. 
and she makes history by introducing the world's longest ever mini challenge. Which <laughs> I swear also, to God, <laughs> longest ever mini challenge with no prize. With no prize, no point, and no hope. It was the national anthem singing challenge, which I think in total was longer than All Stars I One. Meant, I did mean to. I did make a note to say to you that I think this would have been because of the BBC. There would have been a prize, but the BBC would have cut it out because it was a cash prize or it was a holiday where they had to mention the holiday or something. Or maybe like that. they mentioned the brand because they yeah. have shown prizes before. Yeah, but this would prizes have been like, before. Oh, you've won blah, blah, brand, 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 and it was actually easy just to cut the whole thing out. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. That might be <laughs> the reason. I'll, I'll, Otherwise, what's the fucking point? Hopefully someone won a fucking prize for that fucking mini challenge because they were and there for days. Like, oh, it's my first mini, cha- mini challenge win. It was like, like, what do you win? It's like, do it underwater. <laughs> do it slowly. Do it fast. Do oh, it on the floor. It was what like, did you think of that? It was exo- I thought it was funny for a bit and then it started to really drag. On, no it? pun intended. But, but the thing is, there's only four queens, so there's only to say, like... That's a lot of time to fill. They could have kept it a lot, lot briefer. Yeah. But um, we had Sabrina DeGees, I think her name was. Um, no, I've got. I've written it down. It's. But you pronounce it then. It's. <laughs> Hold on, babes. I do have it. Oh, we're on it's the edge Sabrina of our Jaleesi. seat. Sabrina Jalisi. Say it again. Sabrina Jalisi. Um. So she. Okay. So she. Uh, Again, I mean, I'm not being rude to Canadians um, at all. Love you. Love you guys. Clearly you're going to say something rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being rude, but... But, um, but they're all cunts. She's like, because I, I loved it again. Like, I mean, we've said this before on RuPaul's Drag Race. How they go, Sabrina, so just... They go, ah! Ah! Oh my God! Even if they've never fucking heard of them. Rita like, Bagger clearly didn't know who it was. She yeah. went, Sabrina, work! <laughs> who is this? So, um, Sabrina, oh, it's so like she Sabrina. writes for, um, she's a comedy writer, but she lives in LA, and obviously they're like, oh, she lives in LA, she's a big star. She um, writes, she was on a show called... You do the research. Carol's bro. Second Act with Patricia Heaton. So, Patricia Heaton, Ooh. do you know who that is? Sex and the City? No, no. Oops. She I'm was thinking... from um, Malcolm in the Middle. No, not Malcolm in the Middle. Sorry. Um, everyone loves Raymond. Oh, I love her. And, and the, the middle. middle. Yeah. And so this was her new vehicle. Sabrina was in it, but unfortunately it was cancelled this year in May. So that's why she has all this free time to spend days on this mini challenge. Exactly. I did like the fact that she was like, um, I'm going to put my hand up and that means I've got a note. And like that wasn't that wasn't a joke. I found her immediately annoying, <laughs> so I'm going to be tweeting her after this recording. And it's, Tell her she was shit. And it's not going to be cute. <laughs> She'll be off Twitter by the end of the day. Um, the, by the end of this mini challenge, despite how long it was, I still had no idea what the national anthem of Canada is. I know it starts off, oh, oh Canada! Canada! But the rest of it... Uh, that's, that's it. So who did you like the best? Who did I like the best? Um... I didn't really like any of them, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. They were all sort of getting on my nerves. Um, I thought Rita Rita won, and I thought she was the rightful winner. Yeah, she can actually she was, sing, and she, she was, played it down yeah, to comedy. And she was she was more funny. Like, she lied on the ground, went to fall asleep, and then went, oh, oh, when, um, I actually know. did fall asleep watching it, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, I didn't think Baby was very good at all. No, grating. Grating. Yeah. And that's yeah, from us. Just, I didn't really... And, you know, Priyanka was just... It's getting a bit old, Priyanka. Yeah, she is. Too old for kids' TV. Too old for this. Yeah. But there's somehow enough time left in the episode for a ball. The snowball. The snowball. So we find out what the categories are. They are CEO, which is executive party realness. Mm -hmm. Après the après ski. Yeah. The icy walk of shame, which I was going to ask you, Sam, have you ever been skiing? Yes, I have. I thought you would because you're a little bit posh. (laughs) Have you ever... Have you not? I am very, have I not said this to you yet on the show, very, very against skiing. If I was Prime Minister, I would ban skiing, like, literally the first day. There's hardly any skiing in this country at all. I'd ban people going abroad to ski. Why is that? Because I, the amount of people I've known who've gone skiing, and the amount of people I know who've gone skiing and injured themselves are almost the same number. Yeah. Almost everyone who goes skiing. I fucked my arm right up when I was snowboarding once. Yeah, because everyone does. It's an extreme sport, it's a sport. What happens? Motorbikes and skiing. I would ban them Motorbikes both. Motorbikes are more dangerous. Um, no, I was like a... I was They're like both a, very, very dangerous. I was like a top skier when I was like five years old. However, I'm not going to... This is a true story. Um, I, in one holiday, I fell off a chairlift 
And then at one point, me and my sister went off piece with my uncle. You got pieced. Uh, no, no, I was like about, I was about maybe about seven or eight at this point. And uh, pre bag of brown, which means you go off the, uh, which means you go off the beaten path like through the woods and stuff through the snow. And I went over a um a snow like my uncle went over a snow bridge, which is like a bridge just made of snow, obviously, but underneath was like um God. like a river that was going underneath the snow. And he went over it, and then my sister went over, it, and then I went over, it, and it collapsed while I was on it. And my skis stopped me from going under. I can see between my skis the like a rapids underneath like going underneath the snow and I would have died if I'd fallen down there and he managed to basically pull me out by my neck <laughs> and then we were like two hours late this down is why to my... you have such a long neck <laughs> we were like two hours late back to see my mum and dad they were like what do you mean see this is what happens every single time I talk to anyone about skiing <laughs> I know yeah. I say I think it should be banned. They go, why? Why? And then I say, because everyone who goes gets injured. And then I go, did you get injured? They say, oh, yes, actually, I almost died. And then I say, my point, fucking hell. <laughs> but it is fucking fun. That's well, so is heroin, but we don't all do it. I mean, we do, but <laughs> no, we don't, to be clear. And then the final category is, okay, oh, wait, I have to, I was going to say, I am actually going to go for the first time ever on a skiing holiday next year, but I will not be skiing. My father-in-law is turning 60 and that's what he wants to do. So I'm just going to go and do... Is après-ski the drinking bit? Après-ski is what it means after ski in French. But I'll be do you know before mid... I will not be skiing at you all. You could do nursery slopes. Nobody that's what my partner slopes. said and I'm not fucking doing it because I look like an absolute dickhead. And also, I bet it's addictive because I bet it is fun. I don't want to know how fun it is because then I'll do well on the kids one and then I'll be like, do you know what? I can do the big slope. Next thing you know, me... Dead. <laughs> like Jeffrey Boy Chapman's career. A friend Dead. Of was, a friend of mine was garroted, actually. <laughs> By like a, um, he went skiing and there was a wire and... Mm. What, like, beheaded? Yeah. That's not a fun didn't story. Come, his head didn't come off. He was just very much damaged. <laughs> oh my God, Sam. Anyway, it's such lols. <laughs> you should try it. No, you've just put me off even more than ever. So who who did we predict last week would win? I think I predicted Jimbo, so that proves I do not read the spoilers. I predicted Scarlet Bobo. I think you did. I did. Oh, Miss Cleo over there. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. So as the episode progresses, um, we see them all in the workroom. It looks like Priyanka is not going to do that well because she's gluing to a corset. Not and the best week to do it. And we down the river again with the Bobo thing. I can't, I can't even do it. Oh. We're getting a lot of red herrings. Um, <clears throat> More red herrings than Bernard Matthews. Oh, wait, he's turkey. <laughs> do you want to try that one again? More red herrings than Colonel Mustard. Wait. <laughs> I wrote one recently. It was what? there were more red flags than a North Korean march. Oh no! But that doesn't fit this one. More red herrings than Captain Birdseye. More red herrings than. Do you know what? Let's just let that one die as yeah. well. Like you almost did on that. R.I.P. Red herrings. <laughs> um, so we get Jimbo helping Bobo, um, but Bobo is like, I can't understand anything you're saying. Cause you know, when someone's an expert in something, when they mm. talk about it. It's like they can't they dumb it, it down. Well, they make it like, it's like, it's obvious. And you're like, <laughs> it's not to up, me. down, left, right, or left, left, up, down. So would you help someone in the workroom? If... I think we've had this conversation before. Yes, I would. You would. Yes, but would but... you expect help back then when it's not your strength? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would think, I would always think that with drag races, especially Canada's drag races, they would help one another anyway. Especially if they had the time. And yeah, they, they're nice. Uh, I know they used to go, was it Shaky Lay that they said... Um, so everybody's, yeah. Uh, helped too many people that she was shit herself. That was Asia, but yeah. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> Drag Race History 101. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think it was fine. And I'd, and also, like, Jimbo had already been, like, <clears throat> snatchy with, like, some of the uh, materials. And I was like, I want, want $100,000 or something. And it was just a bit like... But if you actually break it down, Jimbo helping Bobo may have just cost her a place in the competition. No, I don't believe so. Well, it might have done. Well, because she'd have put more shit on Jimbo's already bad outfit. Well, yeah, if Re let's say Rita Bagger was the worst of the week, which I don't necessarily think she was, and it was just but they were deciding between Priyanka, Bobo and Jimbo for the bottom two. Imagine if Scarlet Bobo being helped by Jimbo is what pushed her from bottom two to... Um, I think that the amount of help that Jimbo gave her 
because we don't see, you know, what goes in the workroom. We saw like she told. We her get to a do gist. This. We, told, we get a gist. <laughs> we told her to do a little bit, you know, you know, do that, do that, blah blah blah, blah but not so much that. You know, she would. I don't think Jimbo, especially seeing as Jimbo has already stated that she wants to win or that she wanted to win, and she wanted that hundred. I don't think she would be so altruistic that she would be like, "I know I need to do my one, but I'll help you with yours." And they'd be like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll just you know pin a few things on a fucking <laughs> pinafore and then go down the runway." I would help people in the competition, but the week before the finale, I would stop because they're not going to help me back. There's no yeah. other opportunities. Yeah. So for me, it's each man for themselves at that point. Yeah. So nuts to you. Yeah. Um, to me. So, mm-hmm. not you, personally. After another pointless walkthrough, they find out who is going to be the guest host. Michelle Visage! Oh, my day! Gag, 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 gag. I mean, usually Michelle is the harshest judge, but they've had JBC all season, so she's going to be like Mary Berry now. <laughs> Mary Berry. I thought she looked like a Disney villain. She did. Um, she was trademarked Michelle this week. Can you imagine if RuPaul appears next week? Do you think that could happen? I think I suggested this at one point and you shot me down, actually. I know, but now Michelle's been on it. It feels like maybe... Maybe... No. Do you think Rue at least send a video? Um, I think Rue would send a video. Something? I think Rue would send a video saying congratulations. I mean, I just found... I mean, I know we'll talk about this later, but I found it... I didn't feel like Michelle had the gravitas to say, so let them make the best woman win. I don't know. I don't... Oh, I, I disagree. Done, I other people have done it better. Um, so we get Jimbo offering to shave Rita's ass. Nasty. Have you, has anyone ever shaved your ass, Sam? Yes, they have. Do you want to name names or do you want to keep that to An yourself? My boyfriend shaved my asshole, in fact. Did you ask him to do that or did he um, want to do it? I think I... I can't remember, actually. We were um, we were in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Festival and I think he either suggested it or I suggested it. I can't remember. But it was, I would it have thought was, Edinburgh was quite welcoming of a hairy asshole. But it was, so. <laughs> but it was very close to the... Close to the ring, the so bone. to speak, and I think I might have got nicked at some point. Oh, girl. It was quite painful. I wouldn't let somebody else do it again, unless it was a trained professional. Well, I was listening to Robbie Williams, uh, well, his wife's podcast uh, earlier Ugh. today, and she uh, shaves his ass regularly. Does so, she? I bet he's got quite a hairy ass anyway. He's, he he to, confirmed he has a very, wet, very hairy ass. He probably has to wet shave his actual cheeks. Yes. I think there's a lot of foam, and I think she probably has to do it about three times. I've never had that done to me, but I've had cream applied to my ass by my beloved. Oh, like um, hair removal cream? Not hemorrhoid, no. More hair like... removal, I said. Oh, no, 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 not hair removal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't hemorrhoid say yes cream. then. I would have accidentally let that Whoa. Say. How's that a horrific window into your love life? Wind, oh, let's move on. Um, so we get to one of the bits that you found annoying, Rita talking about her dad. So obviously you didn't like this, but I thought it was really sweet. I love, because so often it's the story is gay man rejected by father. So, but it's just her face during it. She was like, oh, he's just my biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Sorry oh, if your fathers don't like you, but mine loves he's me. Like, mine loves me. I mean, I'm so sorry for everyone else. I mean, it's just the way things are for me. <laughs> he says he speaks very slow, and he says, "Oui, je t'aime, je t'aime mon fils." It's because French people are all gay, and I mean that as a compliment. But no man in France is fully straight. I mean, I don't believe really any men are, but in France, they really do take a very <laughs> I casual. I take quite a lot with straight. Uh, no, I think that there's probably about nine percent of men in the world are probably fully one hundred percent straight. I would 9%. say nine percent. Nine percent. Whoa. And then I'd say about 10% are g- 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 gay, like us. And then there's <laughs> loads of people gay. in between who are just... No, on... I, wouldn't say I, was, uh, I wouldn't say I was 100%. I could still be with a lady. But you wouldn't enjoy it. I would do, yeah. I sometimes have well, dreams about wouldn't. it. You still, sometimes what about it? I have dreams about it. They're called nightmares, darling. <laughs> Stop eating cheese before bed. Nice big meaty puss. Oh, my God! I can't believe you just said that. That's disgusting, even for this show. Right, did you notice that Rita Bagger was wearing a T-shirt covered in lemons? Yes, I did, and it's in my notes as well. So did... is... What, how do you think this came to be? What the... What the... Well, it's obviously a reference to lemon, and then, she's, and then she brings out a lemon in her fucking runway as well. But do you think... But how... Would she have known? Because they bring their clothes, obviously, before they compete. Um, or do you think, think Lemon Lemon left her a shirt? Gave her, gave her a T-shirt and said... Well, no Tino the... shade. I don't think they would be the same size. Yeah, but that's why it was underneath a jacket. Okay. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that mystery. Thank you. 
Um, Scarlet gets her moment. I think this is one of the red herrings you're referring to. Oh, can I just say something about Scarlet quickly? Yes. <clears throat> I know that we... <laughs> You've got Scarlet fever. <laughs> I have! Oh my God, not again. <laughs> when they're doing the um, extra long mini challenge and they goes, and she goes, Sabrina goes, now do it with some tongue pops. And she goes... Oh my God, she cannot do and a she tongue pop. Do, who should know what it was? <laughs> Bitch, if you watch Drag Race, that is not a tongue pop at all. I did laugh at it. She should have been eliminated for that. I'm surprised you hadn't mentioned it already. Sorry, I missed that one out. There's so much going on. Uh, (laughs) But she gets an emotional moment about her alcoholic stepdad. So this made me think that she might be leaving this episode, which is what I thought was going to happen anyway. Mm -hmm. But the Canadian edit, it really does keep you on your toes. It's hard to predict. And I have to give them credit for that. It's quite frustrating, but it means that you never know. You don't want to always know. Yes. Um, so they talk about the ballroom scene and language, and they reference. Oh, how... also, can I just say during yeah. the um, um, testimonials or the you know the, the you know the sad bits, and then they ask Jimbo, and Jimbo was like says something really evasive about like fans all over the world. It's like whoa, you got no one, Jimbo. I think that was meant to be a joke. Oh, do you mean she's got no friends or family? Well, she doesn't say anything about it. Like I mean, they would have cut that if she if she then said, okay, no, I'm joking, and like. I've got my mum, I've got, I've got my mum and my dad, and uh, <laughs> Paris Hilton. all my friends are there to support me. You've gone Welsh. In the future. Now you've gone CPO. <laughs> um, CPS. Oh, I didn't think, I didn't think of that. Maybe, well, if she has no friends or family, then I feel even more like she should have stayed on and won. No, but then David said, like, oh, maybe it's because she doesn't want to talk about her family, which is fair enough. Yeah. Because they're ashamed! (laughs) We will get to the bottom of this. Once Canada's Drag Race is over, we're allowed to interview the queens. So a few of them have got back to me, because obviously I do put in requests, but they said they've been banned from doing interviews during the airing of the show. Oh my God, can we interview one of them over Zoom or something? Definitely, but we have to wait till the finale's over. (gasps) Watch this space. Oh my God, my dream. And Jimbo is uh, freaking out about her makeup. She says, I look hideous, there's nothing I can do now. I was like, oh my God, why... Why well, Priyanka does say this later on. It's just like, how is it that your makeup scenes have gotten worse over the series? It's so true. And it's true. I mean, not one of her looks is her makeup very... Like, I mean, like, <laughs> the last look, it looks like, um, you know, when Gaga did the uh, whole applause thing. It looked, it looked like that. Oh, yeah, but like that's intentionally missing. <laughs> or, when, um, or when Homer Simpson, or when Homer Simpson in, oh invents a makeup gun and blows it in Shoots it into Marge's face. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's what it looks like. Well, do you know what? I'm going to go and shoot some makeup onto my face. So should we take a short break and come back with the runway? Yay. See you in a sec. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Michelle Visage is finally getting the promotion she always wanted. She's on the main stage. She's not stood behind Rue while playing second fiddle. She's the main bitch. And I think she looks quite chic. You think she looks like Disney villain? Disney villain, I think. Don't say Ursula. That's shady. um, Because her cheekbones are so high, and whether it's some makeup or some extra filler, etc., she's got a maleficent look about her. Oh, I think that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say that is from... um, my dear friend Sam, who is an avid listener, he suggested that. And he also suggested about um, the makeup gun from The Simpsons. <laughs> well, my boyfriend... Sam Reynolds who... has given me all my jokes this week. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been very good. My boyfriend said about last week's He Agreed With You uh, that Brooklyn looked really bad in that big ginger wig. You know, the Thank one that you. I liked. Um, but I like to look th- again this week. I think she looks really good on the show. Who? Um, um, who? Michelle? Brooklyn. Oh, Bro- Brooklyn looked beautiful. David said it was the best thing about the whole finale. And she gets the best one-liners when they do the intros, because yeah. this time she said, Brooklyn, do you enjoy the snow? She said, I got nine inches last night. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Probably true. Probably true. She's a bit of a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. And Michelle finally gets to say, gentlemen, start your engines. I mean, the best woman win. And I literally applauded in my bed watching it. Did you? Which shows how gay I really am. But I just thought it felt like a really special yeah, moment. No, it did feel like a special moment, but I, don't, I think she doesn't deliver it very well. Well, I'm at the best. You're wrong. Win, (laughs) win, win. I don't know. I think some of the. I think some of them have. Some of the other ones have done it better. Some of the other guests. I did like that little umpalumpa lesbian woman doing it. She did it well, hadn't she? And for fuck's sake, don't fuck it up. She was. Don't fuck it up. And I know it off by heart because I watched that lip sync so many times. The Priyanka versus um, 
Oh my god, I forgot her name, Kiara. Um, <laughs> right, let's go through all the looks. Uh, so first up, we've got Executive Holiday Party Realness. God, it's a mouthful. Which usually um, I would like. Yes. So we get Jimbo in golden shoulder pads with like a Christmas slutty. I liked the look, but I thought that wig was... Funnily enough, considering Jimbo's famous rant from Untucked about Rita Bagger's awful wig, I thought her wigs this week were crunchy, thirsty. Jimbo's. They look like oh. barf. Yeah. <laughs> it should have been thrown in the it garbage. Fly, fly away, looks like garbage. <laughs> I, I, hate, I thought her wigs were just ruining her outfits. The first two looks, and we'll get to the second one soon, I just thought the wigs just made it awful. And it kind of happened with her, that big pink one she wore in the design challenge that her wig ruined that as well yeah yeah she doesn't always put the right wigs with stuff yeah. uh, uh we get rita bagger doing kind of like a day medna working at tesco like that was shit it was shit wasn't it yeah the big stupid glasses didn't fit and the wig was horrible and the outfit was boring and i don't know why she keeps referencing lemon i mean they made a reference earlier in the season that she fancied Are you lemon. fucking bumming lemon or what bumming lemon <laughs> I, know. I think she wants to bum lemon yeah um, i think so as well well you shouldn't have sent her home then should you not exactly whore this is what happens when we have beer during the show. It gets very vicious. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, Priyanka comes out as like Brenda. She wants that lemon meringue pie. <laughs> with chocolate sauce. Oh, that sounds foul. Uh, Brenda, HR Christmas party type character. Whose one was that, sorry? Priyanka. She's all in Christmas. Uh, yeah, I thought that was really funny. It I was bought sort of like, it. It was like something out of a um, like an SNL sketch or like yes. a movie or like. She fully you know committed, I mean? and you could just tell who that woman was. She's overly keen. I mean, it was, and it also it was. I mean, it was classic. Pre- it's, it's Priyanka's comedy again. I mean, she sometimes kind of be a bit a bit one note, and it was very much like that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I absolutely loved Scarlett Bobo's newspaper suit. I oh my god, it was stunning! It and was the easily the best. The makeup was amazing. Yeah, of this category, because um, when I mean I do like my drag queens funny. The thing I look for the most is comedy. But when it is an actual ball, I want them to be fashionable, not mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. And I, I felt like they went really too far in the comedy. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes they go too far. In... <laughs> sometimes people do go too far. Yes, Ed. <laughs> That's a bit too fucking far. Sorry, no one's going to know what we're talking about because it will be edited out. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I may have burped uh, just in, the <laughs> in that previous bit. So, yeah, I prefer them to be more fashion-forward in the ball than comedic. But mm. they, I think because they're not seamstresses and they're not the most fashion-forward final four, I think they le- lent yeah, on comedy too is, much. this is my problem, is that Jimbo and... Um, and Rita, like, give this impression that they're like, you know, oh, we're such old queens, we know what we're doing, we've been on the scene for many, a uh, moon, a uh, blue talon, uh, uh, and, you know... And it's you're lucky actually, France is the country you're allowed to do the accent on. Actually, you fucking shit. It looks worse than, it looks worse than the other two. Mailed is the word in France. C'est mailed, ça! C'est très mailed. C'est très mailed, et uh, je n'apprécie pas. In the Apre, the Apre ski, Jimbo comes out. I don't even know what this was. It was like a pride ski suit. Again, with a fucking awful wig. And those, that belongs and that in terrible, the garbage. And those terrible tits again. And just doing it again. That terrible kind of like, tits. And those, and those feeling his nips again. Like, oh, I'm a dirty <laughs> slut. And it's like, no, he's not French, that one. Oh, I'm a dirty slut. No, hang on. What's my Jimbo? I'm word? a dirty slut. I'm a dirty slut. Look at my teddies. And it's just like, oh. So that's making me feel a bit fucking nauseous. Yeah, I didn't like it. Two out of two, number two, as in poo. No, two out of ten. Um, Rita, Rita, come out. I actually laughed out loud at this one. So she did like a drunk lesbian. You laughed joke out loud. At I Rita, it was absolutely dreadful. I mean, it looked awful, but it was funny. If you're gonna go to comedic, make it very funny, I and I did it was laugh. Funny either. I thought it looked just shit. It did look shit, but I thought it was funny <laughs> shit. <laughs> But I mean, even even Michelle said, "Oh, you know, it looks like it should be a one-woman show." Fine. Yeah. And fine. Michelle's going to buy two tickets, but is it right I, for Drag I Race? Have no tickets, thanks. Uh, I also did not like Priyanka's. Like she did, like the Canadian flag, but like she was drunk, and I just didn't. I agreed yeah. with JBC actually. I just didn't think it worked. Yeah, agree. And then again, the best of this category, taking two out of two, Scarlett. I loved her. Like she did kind of a snow Barbie with like rubber icicles. I thought it was cute. I thought it was well thought out. I thought she sold Ooh, Bobo. it. Bobo. Bobo, yeah. Yeah, again, beautiful. And the um, and I know Michelle says it, but like, the cinching was beautiful. The padding was amazing. I mean, that was excellent work. 
Well, I don't know if it is always padding with Scarlett. I think she's a, a bit like Detox had a bit of help in those areas. I think she's got oh. silicon implants. But you know what? If you paid for it, then you should reap the rewards of it. Yeah, fair And then the the category that they actually had to make themselves. So this is the one I think that gets the most oh, weight. So they, only had to, they only had to make the last one themselves. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they brought all the others themselves, which makes oh. it even more inexcusable. Right. Let me oh, stop. well, I did want... You're saying it's inexcusable. I did wonder that... So Bobo had said that he'd never that she'd never seen a um, like a a sewing machine before, and yet somehow managed to whip up that pants that that oh, perfectly fitting Oh, she never could have made suit. that fucking suit. That's no, why I she thought that. I yeah. did think. Oh, um, so these are the ones they definitely made. So Jimbo comes out. That crown was amazing. It was a big, beautiful crown, and finally the wig looked okay. But the outfit still just wasn't really that great, was it? No. <laughs> In a word, she couldn't walk. She couldn't like. She, even when she's even none of she's, them could walk. In fairness, even in no, they could actually. Uh, Jimbo could. I'm uh, sorry. I mean, Bobo could. I mean, even in like Barely. when they're doing untucked, she's like, wah, wah, just take the fucking hat off. I don't know why when she lip sync later on, Jimbo just oh didn't take the damn God, thing off. That drove me mad. Oh, take it off! It's we too heavy. Will, it doesn't fit. We will rant the house down about that. So yeah, I thought it redeemed her other looks, but she still wasn't up to par. Rita, she did like a foam ice queen thing. I thought she was giving me Snow King, to be honest. Yeah. I wasn't getting a lot of femininity. And I like the, I like the headdress, actually. I thought it was quite nice. On Jimbo. Oh, or on Rita. No, I'm talking about Rita, yeah. Yeah, but I thought it still could have had a bit of a, bit of a wig and the... Mm. Maybe. Mm. I mean, I really I don't think... I thought makeup any... was good. Yeah. Not but I agree the... with Michelle, like when she turned around and went to the, the, the whole back, looked shit. Yes. You have to think about how it you looks see this, both You see it was Sponge. You saw you saw the strings of the puppets. No, no, you did. You saw the man behind the curtain in Oz. Yeah, um, Priyanka. I mean, from front and back, this looked crap. <laughs> yeah, but it's a design challenge. She can't do it. No, but although she did actually get away with it. But I do agree that her hair makeup looked great, and mm. from the breast up, mm. I was buying it. From the oh, breast yeah, down, no, mm. no, 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 no. And then this is what the only controversial comment I think I have. Mostly, I agreed, but Scarlett. Um, I, I wasn't that keen on this. I thought it was okay, but I wasn't gagging. I oh, know I wasn't. I wasn't gagging, but I thought it was. I thought it was great. I mean, it was sort of like you know, Snow, Snow Queen, sort of like you know, bit Mad Max. I like that. I wasn't getting a lot of punk, which everyone kept saying was the rock. vibe of it. They were getting some more rock. Okay. Well, I thought it was rock bottom, but no, it was. <laughs> it was still probably better than everyone else's. Well, it I mean, was better did, than everyone else's. It didn't. It did not involve a lot of construction, which they didn't really talk about a lot. But clearly, she just wrapped a bit of fabric around her waist and a bit around. And her had made that. And had made the uh, cape. That oh, please, I can make a with. fucking cape. You just wrap a blanket around yourself. That is how you it do. Together. You've got to make a. You've got to make four parts. You got to make four parts. <laughs> Bitch, please, a cape is one part if a part. <laughs> um, so the judges' critiques, uh, I think basically they had to deal with the fact that no one did really well. So it made it very hard for them. So usually I think they talk shit, but this time I think they kind of, it was a tough call because no one really slayed it. Um, and so Michelle hates Jimbo's makeup. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? Oh, that is well fair enough. Even and Jimbo she, doesn't really contest and it. And she's right. She talks, and, and Michelle, I think, is correct in everything she shares. What, I, what my note is really about Michelle is that she does, yeah. she's very much telling them what drag is about. She's like, oh, what you're doing there is really drag. Oh, that's yeah. not very drag. Like, da, da, da. when you're a drag queen like me, she says. And, like, and it was just a bit like, are you here to like dole out lessons or judge? Well, it's time to tweet her then, I think. <laughs> no, At no. Michelle Visage, get off Twitter. Um, and then she talks about padding. What did you think about her opinions on padding? Well, I agree, but it, again, it just seemed like a masterclass rather than a um, rather than a runway critique. It's just like... I liked the way she worded it, because I'm like, you're right, you don't have to wear padding. There's lots of different types of female shape. There mm. isn't just one. However, if you are a female illusionist, you're doing drag. Yes, no, it no, helps. It yeah. helps. And they are female illusionists. So, Thank God she didn't see Lemon, if she likes padding, because that would have sent her over the edge. <laughs> she would have stormed <laughs> out of there. She'd have squeezed that lemon till it bust. She said at one point, I've been a slut for many, many years. <laughs> I was like, she's been married for a long time. I know, but she likes to make out that she's a slut and drag queen. Do you think and she... she's neither of those things. <laughs> She can still be a drag queen. Shade. And <laughs> more shade goes towards Priyanka, who gets red for her bodysuit, obviously, because that's Michelle's pet peeve. Pet peeve. How she got away with this? stuck on it as well. I mean, I think she kind of, in the judge's eyes, redeemed herself with her first two looks, because 
usually a bodysuit covered in stuff, would get you put in the bottom. Yeah. Um, and then they do the young self bit that we parodied a little bit at the top of the show. Uh, so who's did you like of the little emotional oh, no, messages? Really. <laughs> you are so negative this week. Sorry, I just found I just I was unmoved. I mean, they were all fucking tearing up about all of it, and I just wasn't. Sorry. Um, but you have to do that. You you can't get up there and say everything's fine. Yeah, just, no, no, I get it. I get it. Even I like, if it's just a paper cut, bring I something liked, up from childhood and make it work. I think I liked Priyanka. <laughs> it was sad that Rita had to move around. And oh no, Bobo. I did like Bobo's one. Like she said, she wanted to end it all a few times and and tell them not to and blah blah blah. Yeah. I and mean, my favorite was Priyanka's. Me to say it like that, but because she said just be gay, and I thought that was such a simple but powerful Priyanka. message. Priyanka, just be mm. gay. Which is what well, I say I to straight men. If that little boy with his little bag should have just come out like that, I think things might have been worse. Yes, that's true. Had he done that, it's all very well to say, "Just be gay, darling." When it's like know. sliding doors, sometimes if the other story ends up worse. Exactly. I can't remember that plot, but something. <laughs> uh, untucked, Jimbo delivers yet again. The rant is not as good as last time. Not as, and like I think it's more comedy this time, like forced. Yeah. And is Priyanka think... really drunk? She does seem a bit drunk, actually. Well, Jimbo came for her and she barely noticed because she was so drunk. So they said they hadn't eaten all day, which someone needs to report the show for this. They should be getting fed. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, what what was it Jimbo said to her this time? Top four and you show up in this paper piece of shit. Like, wow. In that makeup, the nerve. I mean, honestly, C-U-N-T, she's got the nerve. (laughs) The nerve of her. In that Lady Gaga applause makeup. And then we find out. So, obviously, I'm assuming you wanted Scarlett to win. I and did. thought she should. Yeah. I actually agree. I think there's not a lot in it, but I think Scarlett overall probably scored the highest. Mm. And then. And I like um, what the judges said how they. Ba- how she'd basically been building, 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 building to this moment and it's a good time to peak, etc. Oh, I know. I mean, she's like the Canadian Crystal because Crystal yeah. went all season 12 and then got a win near the end. But, I mean, Scarlett's gone even further. Just mm. Penultimate episode to get her first win. Yeah. It's a gag. Yeah. Um, so you must be thrilled because you're a huge fan. But maybe I think she could win it now. And I thought... I... She... My God, the gag of it all. Um, so who do you Always think... Always listen for... to Sammy. Never listen to Sammy, <laughs> but please do listen to this show. Um, so, who do you think should have been in the bottom? Do you agree with them? Um, yeah, I do. I think I think both Jimbo and Rita dropped the ball. I think um, dropped the snowball. Uh, yeah, and I think they were both complacent. I think um, Rita thought she was funnier than she was. She thought her gown was funnier than it was, mm-hmm. or more beautiful than it was. Uh, Jimbo thought, you know, that they were. Too smug, and they, you know, and by, and by being that way, and 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 just not. I mean, they would they tried clearly, but they was just like, oh well, this is obviously a winner. Look at this. <laughs> I've won the snowball before. I've won the snowball before. I just win this again. Yeah. Oh, leave her alone. Bless her. <laughs> My dad loves me. No jokes. I That's actually would have had a four-way lip sync for this because I think no one killed it. But I'm fine with the bottom two. Probably would have put Priyanka in there, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, the song is Tegan and Sarah. Is it Tegan and Sarah or Sarah? Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah. I love Tegan and Sarah. They are lesbian twins. Lesbian twins? Yes. No, they're not. They are. Each other's twin. Oh, yeah, of course. Not yeah. two. They're both twins and they're both lesbians. They're identical twins. Gag. Well, I do like this song, but I I'll, wish um, it had been I'll Shania send, Twain. I'll send you some... Um, oh, my God. Tegan and Sarah have some fucking awesome songs. One is called Awesome, isn't it? Everything is Awesome. Everything is Awesome. That's from the Lego movie, but that is nothing compared to the other stuff that's actually amazing. Wow. Uh, so they're both Jimbo and Rita are confident they're going to win. I figured Jimbo would win the lip sync and it'd be then a double Shantae because they wouldn't get rid of Rita. But very quickly, it became clear Jimbo might not be the lip syncer that we thought she might be. No, and I didn't think it was that great. She should have taken that fucking headpiece off. Oh, she um, should have taken so that off. I Why mean, didn't like, she not? I don't know, but even when Rita brought out the scissors and laboriously cut off the um, cut off her dress, which was a much longer scenario than, he, than she probably wanted. But, yeah, um, that was cringe. It was a bit rock'em soccer. Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you want things to whip off, not just like, oh, hold on. Just going to be a sewing machine now. <laughs> just going to make a quick dress during the lip sync. Um, I just think that it was... Um, I, I, no, I think Rita has the moves to um, and the emotion. So I think I think she's hard to beat with, um, with lip syncing. 
Yeah, she's good. She turned it to my surprise, but she was trying to trying to get sexual with Jimbo, make it almost Which a was dual really performance. Quite awkward. And Jimbo was it was a bit like Shangela and Dayla on All Stars Three, where uh, Dayla kept trying to play up a shtick with Shangela, and she was just rejecting her. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that crown cost her the crown. If she'd taken it off, that crown cost her the crown. That can, crown cost her the bag of brown. <laughs> Sometimes a bag of brown can cost a crown. <laughs> two, I, two crowns in my day. <laughs> And a doubloon! <laughs> By the end of the lip sync, it was clear Rita had won. And Jimbo sashays away, but did what it was, in my opinion, the best exit ever. Yeah. That fall, yeah. bitch. It I lived. Funny. Well, she's a clown. Yes. A, a clown with a crown that doesn't clown come Clown with a crown. And not a bag of brown. <laughs> and it's a shame, but I do feel like she will have her crown one day. Have you heard about the rumours about Ultimate Drag Race? Um, yeah, that's got UK Drag Race, Canada Drag Race, blah, blah, blah. Ooh, I didn't think you'd have heard, but yeah, I, I don't know if they would only have winners or whether it will be people who just did really well. Well, they could get good people from all sorts. Jimbo would be a very good representation of Canada because I think once toning up those makeup skills mm. and a little bit better with and the fashion. And lemon as well, I think. And lemon. Once she's had lessons in sewing, lessons in makeup. Well, I said this last time, didn't I? Yeah. Like she, was, she wasn't a fully French drag queen like... Like, Blair Sinclair wasn't on her season. Well, who should be our representation if this happens for the UK? Well, I think Bagger and... Um, Bagger's just gone into, like, taking a break from everything, from mental she? health, yeah. Taking a break from herself? For mental health, not from herself. How's she going to do that? Well, yeah, she's uh, said that she's everything's been getting too much. She tweeted this week. Unless oh. it was a fake tweet. I, sorry, I should check that. Well, because she's about to do celebrity karaoke challenge. Some celebrity karaoke um, TV yeah, show. Yeah, but it might all be filmed, or is yeah, it live, I think, all, I think it's already filmed. Um, so I think Davina DeCampo would be a good representation for us. Oh, maybe Blue Hydrangea. Blue Hydrangea. When Jimbo put a lipstick on at the end, it was very Buffalo Bill meets the Joker. <laughs> <Quite> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're pretty now, are you? It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> uh, so we've got a top three. I assume you want Scarlett to win. Um, I would have. I would be happy with Scarlett or Priyanka. You just don't want smug. I really Rita don't to like smug face Rita. So I'm backing Rita Bagger, even though I didn't want her to win earlier on. Now she's the best of the three that's left. I think Priyanka just hasn't done well enough. No, this is why. Well, I and mean, Scarlett. She's only got one win, and she's been only got so one win and average. She can't sew, and oh, I'll be honestly, it's all going to be down to the final for me. And that's next week where they're going to do their own version of "You Wear It Well," which I'm surprised has never been done before. It's quite cool. They saved it for. Canada's it's a remix. A remix. And we will do our pop episode this week for real this time. So watch out for that. And thanks for listening. We've been Ed Dyson and Sam Dollars. Thank you. And this is United Queendom back next week with the finale. Yay!